0: If we remain standing, we'll read the word of the Lord. Nehemiah chapter 4, and we're going to begin at verse 7. Nehemiah chapter 4, beginning at verse 7. Nehemiah chapter four, beginning at verse seven. But it came to pass that when Samballat, and Tobiah, and the Arabians, and the Ammonites, and the Ashdites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very wroth conspired all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. And Judah said, the strength of the bearers of burdens is decayed. And there is much rubbish so that we are not able build the wall. And our adversary said, they shall not know, neither see, till we come in the midst among them, and slay them, and cause the work to cease. It came to pass that when the Jews which dwelt by them came, they said unto us, ten times from all places whence Ye shall return unto us. They will be upon you. Therefore said I in the lower places behind the wall, and in the higher places, I even set the people after their families with their swords, and their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles, unto the rulers, to the rest of the people. Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to minister on this simple thought tonight. Fighting for what matters. Fighting for what matters. Let's put down our Bibles. Let's lift up our hands and our voices. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Dear Father, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you, dear God, for your love and your kindness. I pray, O oh Lord Jesus, that you would have your way in this house. Pray, dear God, that you would speak to our hearts. I pray, O oh Lord, that you would come in like a rushing mighty wind, dear God. Lord, that you would strengthen us. Lord, that you would encourage us. Lord, that you would empower us, Lord, and help us, Lord, to stand on your word. And your promises tonight, dear God, we give you all of the honor and all of the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say amen. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Fighting for what matters. Tonight, all over our world. People are fighting, and they are, truth is, they are fighting a losing battle, (laughs) that truth is, is that no one, no man, no no amount of money, no status in this world could ever uh, give us what we have need of, and strengthen us, make things right in this life. So you'll find out that people are fighting a losing fight, that no one, a losing battle, that no one will win when it's all said and done. That the truth is that it is all for nothing. And that it's amazing what people will fight for and what they'll fight over. And it's amazing what people are just let fall to the wayside and not give any effort and any thought about and try to make any effort to hold on to it. Tonight you'll find out that people have left the truth of God's word. They have wandered astray and that they have allowed a wicked one to deceive them and cause them to let go of eternal life. And forget what Jude tells us and how he tells us that we ought to contend for the faith. that there is something that we ought to contend for. There is something that we ought to fight for. There is something that I have to have a made up mind each and every day that the devil is not going to win, that I'm not going to be defeated, that the enemy will not overcome me. no matter what the situation is, no matter what the circumstance is, I must have a determination about me that I will be victorious, that I will not lay down, and that I will not give in to the world and the enemy that is trying to take me out. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. The devil wants to snuff you out. The devil wants to stomp out your faith. The devil wants you to let go of the word of God. The devil wants you to let go of trusting and believing in the kingdom of God. And that is worth fighting for and that it is worth being a part of. That you'll find out that he has done it to many. He has done it to many apostolics to the point where they are bitter and they are upset and they have nothing to live for because they laid down and gave in to the enemy and allowed the enemy to have his way in their life and run, 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 ramshack in their life and just tear things apart. And now they are in misery. Now they are in heartache and pain because they they made up in their mind it's not worth fighting for. I'm going to tell you tonight, amen, living for God, And standing on the truth of God's word is worth fighting for. I want you to know holding on to my Holy Ghost experience is worth fighting for. And I'm going to tell you tonight, amen, it doesn't matter what or who comes against me, you cannot rob me of my Holy Ghost, amen. See, because you can take other things from me, but you can't take my experience from God for me. You can't take their power in the anointing of God's presence that I feel when I lift up my voice and I lift up my hands, and I fall down on my knees. You can't take my experience, amen, and how. I know the Lord delivered me from some strong devils and from some strong, strong holes. So you can say whatever you want to say, but I got a made-up mind. I'm not going to allow the devil to cause me to lay down and give up and give in. I got a made-up mind on a Tuesday night, amen. I'm going to be bold about this thing, and I'm going to rise up and I'm going to fight, amen, the way that I know how it works. How many know the weapons of our warfare? They are not carnal, amen. Others may be using carnal weapons, amen, and trying to deceive and trying to manipulate, but I got a made up mind. I'm falling down on my knees and I'm getting a hold of the almighty God and I'm lifting up my hands and I'm lifting up my voice. You got to remember this is a spiritual battle. Don't get caught up in fighting flesh. Realize who the real devil is. That is at work and that is trying to destroy everything around you. There's an enemy at work. There's an enemy that you can't see with your eyes. That you can't touch with your hands. And because we can't see that enemy, because you can't touch that enemy, when you start talking about the devil and evil, Influences, people start rolling their eyes, like you're crazy. But I'm telling you, if you are praying, see that's that that's for the prayers tonight, amen. Those that are praying, amen. And those that are in the word, amen. You know that there are devils are real, and you know that there are devils that are trying to stop you, and they are trying to block you. Devils that are show up at your house, amen and begin to talk about how you're going to fail and how they're going to kill you and how they're going to kill your family and how you're not going to make it. You need to let the devil know tonight, amen. I'm a child of the king, amen. And I got the blood over my life and you cannot control my destiny. God is in control of my destiny, and I know how God thinks about me. You can't make me believe that God has forsaken me and that God has given up on me. That's why you got to get in the book for yourself and get acquainted with God for yourself and realize how God feels about you. Let me remind you how he feels about us. He said, I know my thoughts towards you. They are not thoughts of evil. I got news for you. God ain't sitting around trying to come up with ways to hurt you. God is out for your good. God is out for your benefit. You got to know, amen, how God works. And you got to know how he doesn't work. That is not God. That is a devil, friend. That's not the will of the Lord. That's the will of a devil trying to destroy God's will from coming to pass in your life. You gotta understand that tonight. You gotta understand how God feels about us. Don't let nobody tell you how God feels about you don't let nobody tell you well God don't love you and God's upset with you. Friend I want you to know tonight every time I feel the presence of the Lord I felt them in the prayer room and God just reminded me I'm with you. Don't worry don't be afraid. I never leave you. I never forsake you. People may give up on you. People may turn their backs on you but God will never turn his back on you. God will never walk away from you. And the truth is if they walked away, thank God for it. Amen. You got to get tired of toxic people in your life uh, trying to control you and trying to dictate how you live your life. If God removes them, then they needed to be gone. And I've learned to stop crying about people that walk away, amen? People that love you, they're not going to walk away from you. People that care about you, they're not going to turn their backs on you. They're not going to... Def- they are not going to forsake you. So if you can walk away, then you need it to be gone. And I thank God for it, amen. I thank God that he's removing, amen, what he needs to remove in my life uh, so that I I know that he is God, amen, and that he is sitting on the throne and that he is in control. It's okay I preach like this on Tuesday night? And so Nehemiah is just trying to do work for the Lord and that there were things that were destroyed in people's lives that were laying in ruins, just desolate. Nehemiah is just trying to be used of the Lord to help to rebuild some things in people's life. God knows situations that have left people just distraught have left their faith in shambles, that have left them in a place where they feel like they can't go on, and that you'll find out that God will use people, amen, to kind of to try to rebuild that faith, and to help people start joy to be restored, and, and to keep their eyes on the Lord, amen, and to keep moving forward, but you know the devil don't want nothing to be restored in people's lives. He wants things to lay waste, amen. He, he doesn't want them to be rebuilt. He doesn't want faith to rise in people's lives. He doesn't want people to rise up out of the rubbish where they see that God is able and that God can turn this thing around for my good and that God can restore the things that the canker worm ate and that the palm worm ate and that the locusts destroyed. The devil don't want people to come to the fact that we realize that God is able to restore the years. Amen. I want you to know tonight, amen, that God is able to do whatever his word says and I know that there are some things that may have left you broken and that may have left you heartache at times but I want you to know that God is in the restoring business and I want you to know tonight that God is for you God is for your benefit God is for your good and it don't matter what the devil says let me remind you the devil is a liar amen let me remind you that you are a child of the most high God and it doesn't matter what the devil says it matters what God says and God says you are redeemed. God says you are new. God says you are my son. You are my daughter and that settles that. Amen. i I wish somebody would just haul off and kick the devil square in his mouth tonight and help him to know we believe in God. Amen. No matter what comes our way, we're standing on the word of God. We're standing on God's promises. And we're going to continue to work. We're going to continue to serve the Lord. And so... They were upset. The Bible says in verse 8, they conspired together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. It's amazing what people come together for. It's amazing what people join up for. Now, you can't get people to join up for good, amen? But you'll find out that they'll join up together for all kinds of chaos and all kinds of confusion The word is, is that there are people, amen, that are ready, amen, to start busting some things up, amen, if this election doesn't turn out the way that they hoped. And I could only sit down and think about the fact that those very same crowds, amen, you try to get them to come to a church service and they scatter like roaches. But they'll come together for all kind of chaos and all kind of violence and all kind of confusion. Can I tell you tonight, why don't we have a made-up mind, amen, that if we're going to come together, let it be for good, amen. Let us not come together for foolishness. Let us not gather together for a gossip session, but let us have a made-up mind. If we're coming together, we're going to come together to pray. We're going to come together to tell somebody about Jesus. We came together on a Tuesday night, amen. And I hope we all came, amen, for one reason and that is to lift up the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. How many came to tell God you're good? We thank you for bringing us to another day and it don't matter, amen, who wins this election. You are still on the throne. You are the one that reigns in the kingdom of men, amen. Man, don't nothing go, come pass unless you give your word on it. Don't nothing happen unless he gives his word on it. So people come together, evil alliances. People come together for all of the wrong reason, coming together to try to throw, overthrow authority, to tear down things, to bust up, bust out windows and to loot, and the riot, and all these things. Friend, can I tell you something? That's not the way it should be. But we live in a world that believes in chaos and confusion. And you find out that the devil, amen, he is behind it all, amen. He, He is the one that is pushing those buttons, amen. He is the one that is behind all of these things that are going on in our world. But I'm going to tell you tonight, we're going to pull the cloak off the devil tonight. Amen. And we're going to let him know tonight, you may come, amen, as an angel in disguise. But we see you for what you really are. Somebody told me, amen, when people show you what they really are, believe them, amen. Can I tell you, they don't need to show me anymore, amen. I already know what you are. I already know what you're about. And you're about nothing but no good. But I'm so glad that there are some real people of God, amen. I'm so glad that there are real people that are standing on the word of God and got a made up mind. We ain't got time to play around. We trying to make it to heaven for real. We ain't got time be playing no games. We're really trying to get to heaven. You can be seated tonight. He said, nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God and set watch against them day and night because of them. And he began to talk about how that they came to, came to him and talked about how that the burdens, bearers of burdens were decayed. There was much rubbish, and that we are not able to build the wall. He said, and our adversary said, They shall not know, neither see, till we come in the midst among them, and slay them, and cause the work to cease. I'm going to tell you what the devil wants, amen. He wants the work to come to the cease. He wants the work to cease. He doesn't like the fact that people are coming in, And being baptized in Jesus' name. Doesn't like the fact that God is speaking, amen, all the time. And speaking into people's lives, amen. And putting his finger right on the situation. And letting people know that I see you, I love you. And like we said Sunday morning, that he is with us, amen. The devil don't want people to be reminded of that because when you are reminded of that, there is a boldness that comes on you. There's an encouragement that comes inside of you that helps you to know that I'm not by myself, that God is with me and that God is fighting for me. The devil don't want you to know that. He doesn't want there to be any kind of deliverance. He doesn't want people to be saved. He doesn't want Bible studies to be taught up. He doesn't want those doors in that neighborhood to be knocked any longer. He wants a false doctrine church to set up shop in this area, because they ain't going to knock no doors, amen. They ain't going to preach the gospel. They ain't going to preach Jesus' name, baptism. They're not going to preach the infilling of the Holy Ghost, so he wants to cease the work, but you got to let the devil know tonight, we know what you're trying to do. We know you're trying to discourage us. We know you're trying to cause us to throw in the towel, but if you're fighting that harder, we're gonna go even harder. We're gonna knock even more doors. We're gonna teach even more Bible studies. We're gonna lift our hands even higher. We're gonna shout even louder. We're gonna dance even harder. We're gonna leap even higher because we got a made up mind. You're not gonna stop us. You're not gonna cause us to sit down. You're not gonna cause us to give up on God. We know we're in God's will. We know we're in God's plan. And there is nothing that you can do or say to make us believe different. He wants to stop the work. It's a demonic spirit, amen, that is at work, that wants to stop the truth from being proclaimed. You just got to know that there are some things that Jesus is not in. He's not in. Jesus wants his name to be declared. Jesus wants the truth to be declared. He wants people to know that you must be born of the water and born of the spirit. That's not what he, he's not trying to stop that. He's trying to further that. He's trying to make sure that that is proclaimed as much as possible. But there is a wicked one that is trying to stomp it out. He's trying to stomp it out. And when there are glimpses of things getting ready to take off, that that's when the devil sticks up his ugly head and tries his best to tear it apart and stomp it out. I'm talking about the devil and how, it, how he works. That you will be able to identify what is going on. And That you won't sit around and ask the question, what is happening? Why is this happening? You'll know exactly what's going on and who's behind it. That you'll be able to recognize his devices and his schemes and realize the devil is fighting and the answer is not me laying down. The answer is not me giving up. The answer is not me giving up on prayer. The answer is not me giving up on the house of the Lord. The answer is not me giving up on reading the word of God. The answer is not me, well, the devil is working and they're doing all this. I might as well go do my thing. You don't need to go do your thing because your thing is going to lead you to hell. You need to continue to do God's thing and that is lift up your hands and lift up your voice and magnify the king of kings and the Lord of lords and have a made up mind. Devil, you're not going to stop out my joy. You're not going to stop out my peace. You're not going to stop out my Holy Ghost experience. Somebody needs to get a blind Bartimaeus attitude about you. That the devil wants you to sit there and be quiet. But I got news for the devil on a Tuesday night. We didn't come here to throw ourselves a pity party. We come to lift up our voice and cry out Jesus the son of David have mercy on me. Why don't you call on that name that is greater than any other name. Why don't you let the devil know tonight? We know you're working, but you ain't gonna stop our praise. You ain't gonna kill our joy. You're not gonna stop out our peace. You got to have a made up mind. I'm fighting for this tonight. I'm fighting for my joy tonight. I'm fighting for my peace tonight. I'm fighting for my family tonight. I got a made up mind. I'm fighting for my Holy Ghost experience. There are some things worth fighting for. You have to have a made up mind. You can be seated tonight. Begins to go on, and he, he tells us how in verse thirteen he said, "Therefore, um, we set, I, I set uh, in the lower places behind the wall. On the higher places, I even set people after their families, their swords, their spears, their bows, and I looked, and rose up, and said unto the nobles, unto the rulers, unto the rest." Of the people. Be not afraid of them. I'm going to tell you something tonight that we're all human. We're all human tonight and we all have human emotions. And that sometimes when things happen that are out of our control, sometimes that fear begins to grip our heart. We start to become afraid and wonder. What's going to happen? How are we going to make it through this? What are we going to do? And I'm going to tell you that it's important in those moments. Though that's not a bad thing, because that will happen. That will happen when things happen. There is a fear that grips your heart. But at some point, I must realize that there is a God that sees all things. There is a God that there is nothing that gets past him. And that the devil is, listen, it is his plan. Because if he can paralyze, how many know that fear paralyzes you? Fear paralyzes you. If he can just get you to be paralyzed where you don't do nothing, and all you do is sit there and look at the problem or stand there and look at the problem but you're not moving forward in any kind of way the devil wants to paralyze you he wants you to sit there and he wants you to look at the wreckage he wants you to look at the mess he wants you to become afraid and begin to think that i'm going to die here the children of the israel they thought that they were going to die when they came at the Red Sea. Fear had paralyzed them, and that all they could do was murmur and complain. Pharaoh is on their trail, and they begin to think, we are going to die. But how many know what the Scripture says, that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us the spirit of power, love, and a of mind? How many know that perfect love, it cast out fear. How many know what that love is tonight, amen? How many know that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost? And if you got the Holy Ghost tonight, amen. I believe that there, I know that there is an initial fear that gets a hold of us, but you got to shake that fear off and you got to remember God has not given me the spirit of fear, but he's given me the spirit of power, amen. And I want you to know that power is the Holy Ghost, that I can rise above the fear, I can rise above the anxiety, I can shake it off and I can let the devil know I know you're working behind all of this, amen. But I got news for you. I rebuke you in the name of of Jesus Christ. I will not be crippled by fear. You hear me? I will not be crippled by fear. Devil, if you thought that was going to stop me, if you thought that was going to back me in a corner, I came for on a Tuesday night to remind you, you better try something else. Amen. Because I'm here and I got a made up mind. I'm going to pray even harder. I'm going to read even more. I'm going to live up my hands even higher. I'm going to fight, amen. You hear me? We're going to fight, amen. We're going to fight for our brothers and our sisters in the Lord. We're going to fight for our families, amen. We're not going to allow you to take us out. We're not going to allow you to destroy our faith. We're going to bind together in Jesus' name and we're going to come at you with all vitriol and with all hatred and we're going to tear your kingdom down. I'm gonna fight, fight for what matters. He said, "Listen, be not afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. You gotta remember the Lord. Amen." You gotta remember that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous they run into and they saved. You gotta understand that some will trust in horses, and some will trust in chariots, but we must be the people that remember the name of the Lord. Amen. And you must remember that there is deliverance in that name, and you must remember that all devils flee at that name. And you must remember that there is healing in that name and that there is salvation in that name and that in that name God is able to part every Red Sea. God is able to slay every Goliath. God is able to knock down every Jericho wall. God is able to remove every mountain. Come on, somebody. You got to remember the Lord who is on your side, who will fight your battle. remember the Lord he said and fight for your brethren your sons your daughters your wives your houses he's talking about he's talking to the men he's telling the men what to fight for I'm going to tell you something tonight we got to have a made up mind that we're not going to fight one another. My God, I'm so sick and tired of apostolics getting in their feelings and fighting one another. Yeah, I said it. Let me say it again. I'm so sick and tired of apostolics getting in their feelings and getting allowing those things to get in the way and fighting against one another. Come on, we're the real men stand up. We're the real men of God stand up. We're the real women of God stand up and say, you know what? We're not going to get caught up in no foolishness. We're not going to get caught up in no shenanigans. We're not going to get caught up in fighting flesh and blood. But we know that that is not our enemy, amen? But I'm going to tell you something. The same devil that's trying to take me out, he's trying to take you out. He's trying to take out my child. He's trying to take out your child. How about you say we stop fighting against one? He's trying to take out your church. He's trying to take out our church. Why don't you say we stop fighting one another? And why don't we bind together and fight the real enemy? Why don't we fight for our sons? Why don't we fight for our daughters? Why don't we fight for our wives? Why don't we fight for our brethren? Why don't we have a made-up mind that we're going to be done fighting with our fists and we're going to get down on our knees and we're going to tear the kingdom of hell down? going to cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and we're going to bring every thought into captivity unto the obedience of Christ. Come on somebody, tear down those principalities, tear down those powers, tear down the rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. Got to tear those things down. You got you can be seated tonight. We gotta combat the real enemy, the real devil that is at work, that is trying to destroy our families, trying to destroy our children, through worldliness and ungodliness, and secular music, and Hollywood production. Every filthy perverted thing that you could possibly imagine that is trying to destroy the brotherhood through sowing seeds of discord. Don't you know that the Bible says that there are six things that the Lord hates? And the seventh is an abomination before him. That is him that sows seeds of discord among brothers got news for you. That individual that would do that such thing is not in God's favor. God abhors that individual. I'm going to tell you something. It's not a good idea to fight against the brethren. It's not a good idea to fight against anybody, especially those that are of the household of faith. You got to have a made up mind. I'm not going to fight against the brethren. I'm going to pray for the brethren. I don't want to see hurt and harm come to the brethren, but I want to see good, amen. I want to see them saved, amen. And I'm not laying in a stumbling block. I'm not doing anything to trip them up. I'm not doing anything to bring any kind of adversity in their life. I want to pray for them, amen. I want to be saved, and I want them to be saved as well. Don't you know the Bible says let brotherly love, let it continue. And I don't care what you call yourself, you ain't a disciple of Jesus Christ unless you have love for one another. You can call yourself whatever, but if you are running down a brother, if you are running down a sister, in the Lord. You are not of the Lord. You are of the devil, amen, because he is a destroyer. He is one that destroys and tears apart. Jesus said in his word, listen, I'm just giving Bible tonight. I'm just speaking good old book, chapter, and verse. Now, if you got a problem with the word, The chances are I might need to rethink whether I'm living by this word and whether I'm standing on this word because Jesus told his disciples, It ain't going to be by your fancy messages. It ain't going to be by your collars of your shirts. It ain't going to be by your your wrist wear. It ain't going to be by none of that. It ain't going to be by how well your burn is done together and how well and how long your dress is. Don't get me wrong. I believe in modesty, friend, but it ain't about that alone. Amen. Jesus said, they will know that you are my disciples by your love for one another. And John said, you don't love God because how can you love God whom you not seen and hate your brother who you have seen? You are a liar, sir. You are a liar, ma'am. You don't know God. You don't know God. Don't know his ways. Don't know his ways. Now that's just good old Bible. can be seated tonight. It's just good old words. So he said, he didn't say fight against your brethren. He said fight for the brethren. Fight for the brethren. There's some things we need to fight for. We need to fight for the brotherhood. Now don't get me wrong, amen. Now you got to mark those that are causing division until they get their heart right. That's something different. But if they ain't doing that, friend, listen, I ain't got no problems with you. We're in this fight together, Amen. The same devil that's out of my neck is out of your neck. And I don't know about you, but I pray for everybody. Amen. I pray for my family. I pray for every apostolic preacher. I pray for every apostolic pastor. I pray for every apostolic evangelist. I pray for every apostolic missionary. I pray for every apostolic church. You hear me? You hear me what I say? I didn't say I pray for the false doctrine church. I pray that they go out of business, amen, and they come over on this end. But I'm praying for every apostolic friend. God don't have many churches. God has one church, and the truth is you can't kick me out of the church. You can't exclude me from the church because you didn't bring me into the church. You didn't die for the church. Jesus shed his blood for this church. You don't have no say. I don't have no say of who's in the church and who's not in the church. We must fight for the brother. Fight for it. We're going to have a hard time getting into the kingdom of God. If we spend our time down here fighting against one another, doing things to hurt one another. Can't get into heaven like that. I'm just going to tell you. It might be tight, but it's right. Might not want to hear it, but it's the truth. You won't get into heaven like that. You got too much blood on your hands. And God is going to require them. God is going to, you're going to stand before God, and give an account for it all. God help me not to do anything that would destroy a person's faith. Because I'm a being be serious trouble. Serious trouble with God. Help me not to. He said, be not, be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. Fight for your brethren. Your sons, your daughters, your wives, your houses. I'ma tell you something. There's something worth fighting for tonight. Our our families are worth fighting for. And I'ma tell you tonight, I know every day and everything is not always it's not always peachy. And I know there are hardships, especially when the cares of life and problems that are brought to bear in this life, and sometimes it can make things a little stressful, even in the homes and amongst families. But i got to have a made-up mind that I'm not looking to to destroy the family. I'm not looking to leave and find ways out of the family. Because I'm going to tell you something, these are just small things down here. I got to fight for what matters tonight. Amen. I got to have a made up mind. So many have allowed their families to be destroyed over nonsense, over money, over foolishness, over disagreements, over problems that could be solved. I'm going to tell you, it's even worse when it happens in the church. I'm going to tell you tonight, amen, if there's anything that I got a made up mind that I'm going to fight for, I'm going to fight for the brethren. Amen. I'm going to fight for our sons and our daughters, amen, for our families. I'm going to have a made-up mind that when it's time to pray, I'm calling out, amen, brothers and sisters in the Lord. I'm, call, I'm pleading the blood over my family's life. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. There ain't no argument amen that's so great that I stop pleading the blood over my children's life, over my wife's life. Friend, I want them to be saved when it's all said and done. So I got to get the differences out of the way. I got to get the disagreements out of the way. And I got to realize what really matters and what is really worth fighting for. I'm not trying to win the battle, friend. I'm trying to win the war. I want us to make it to heaven, friend. I want us to make it in. I want to have a made of mind that there's nothing that is going to interfere and stop me from praying for my family. Let us stay, remain standing tonight. This all right tonight? Does it make sense tonight? Did Brother Lewis twist the word in the kind of way? There's just something that is worth fighting for. There's some stuff that are just not worth it. I just got to get to a point it's not worth it. God has been too good for me to get caught up and lose sight. I refuse to fall into the trap that Saul fell into. Saul got into his feelings. And I'm going to tell you something tonight. I'm going to tell you something tonight. There is something that reveals an insecurity in people. Saul was an insecure man. He was insecure. He was the king. He was the king. But he was an insecure king. Now I'm going to tell you something about insecure people or insecure kings. They're the only one that wants to be honored. They're the only one. That wants people to talk about it and say something good about it. They can't take it when people say something good about others. And it reveals an insecurity. Saul was insecure because David, listen, David went out and fought a battle that he refused to fight. He was scared, trembling, hiding. David went out, and he fought the battle. And the women, they began to sing a song, rejoicing. Saul has killed his thousands. David has killed his ten thousands. And Saul did not like that. And from that day forth, because of that moment, listen, he was the king. He was the king. But because of a little recognition that was given to David, Saul gets all bent out of shape and has allowed an evil spirit to get involved. And now he is turned on David. And he's fighting against David. When there's a real enemy, there's a real adversary on his trail. And he's getting closer and closer and closer to the sheep people of God, to his family, while he's just honing in on David that ain't never did him any wrong, didn't do him no wrong, help me to fight the fight that really matters. Help me not to lo- waste my years in fighting carnal fights that will never accomplish anything and will never matter at all. Help me to fight the fight that really matters. Help me to know there's a devil that is after me and is trying to destroy my heart. And if we were honest, we would would recognize and we would declare. We feel the devil working every day. We feel him pulling every day. We feel him trying to distract us every day. We feel him trying to pull us down the wrong path each and every day. Help me to fight the real fight. Help me to get down on my knees. Help me to fight for the brethren, amen. Help me to fight for my sons and our daughters. Help us to fight for our families. Help us to fight in prayer. Because when you stop praying, Saul stopped seeking the face of the Lord. And an evil spirit got a hold of him. The moment you stop praying, an evil spirit, and the indication that the evil spirit has got a hold of you, You'll start viewing your brothers and your sisters as your enemies. When we have a real adversary, and it ain't my brother, and it's not my sister, it's the devil. Let's lift up our hands tonight, and let's lift up our voice tonight. And let's ask the Lord to help us to fight the real fight. Help us, Lord, to fight the fight that really matters, dear God. Lord, we are not here, dear God, to fight one another. We are not here to fight individuals, Jesus. We're not here to fight people on our jobs. We're not here to fight our bosses, Lord. We're not here to fight our family members, oh God. God, help us not to fight against our family members. Help us to fight for them. Help us, Lord, to fight in a prayer room, dear God, that we will rebuke the devils, oh God, that has a hold of them, that has a hold of their minds, oh God. Help us to pray over them. Help us to fast for them. Help us, dear God, to intercede on their behalf. Oh, great God, we love you tonight, sweet Jesus. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, dear Lord. You alone are holy. You alone are worthy. You alone are righteous. You alone are strong and mighty. Our Savior, our Deliverer, our Redeemer, oh God. We look to you, Lord the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, we lift up our eyes unto the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and of earth. We love you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We will stand together, Lord. We will not allow anything to draw a wedge between us, dear God. We will stand together. We will fight together. We know that a fa- one can put a 1,000 to fight, but two can put 10,000 to fight. Help us, Lord, to walk in unity. Help us, Lord, to walk in harmony. We bless you, great God. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. You alone are, are worthy. You alone are, are strong and mighty. Oh, come on, somebody. Pray for one another. Pray, for your, pray for your brothers. Pray for your sisters. We mouth. love you, great God. We exalt you. We, you. we glorify you your mind. holy name. Oh, you. we can't do it alone. We, we need me. one another. I, I, you. I need you. Need you need me. The we love night. you tonight, dear God. We give you all of the praise. From my mouth. Love and all of the honor I tonight, oh God. We're trusting in you tonight, dear God. We're trusting you to lead us, to guide us. Holy, wonderful life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's call upon the name of the Lord one last time. We love you, great God. Have your way in our hearts and our minds, O Lord. Strengthen us, O God. Lead us, O God. Guide us, O God. Anoint our heads with oil. O God, to our cup runneth over, dear Lord. We bless your holy name. We give you the praise and we give you all of the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We love you, dear God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise here tonight. Thank you for your spirit, O God. Thank you for your anointing, O great God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.